and welcome to episode 47 of Ripping the Rack podcast. I am one of your Triforce Tri hosts. My name is Tim. Thank you. I don't know why I just said thank you, but felt like the right thing to do. Very I'd, I'd like, Very hey, thank you. I don't I I've got I'm sorry, but before I introduce my other three the other two legs here, I've got one cat on this side and one cat on this side, like they're about ready to throw they're about ready to throw down. Um and I'm a little bit scared at the moment. So second leg of the Triforce. Brian, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Apparently it's uh we need Michael Buffer in your basement there to go, it's time, and then we'll introduce the cats and they can go at it. A- absolutely. And the third leg of the Triforce, Maki Pins. Mark, how are you doing? Not too bad, boys. Happy to be the third leg. Happy to be here again. Okay. You guys talk, talk amongst yourself. <laughs> I just oh, am going to down below here. And let's... Marky, how's it going on this fine, wonderful Tuesday of bowling talk? Not too bad. I love the bowling show. I can't wait to talk about a little bit of bowling here. Uh, good stuff coming up. Uh, stuff starting learned. to open back up. Yep. You know, the, the vaccines are helping us get back, and hopefully we can start having some more tournaments here and get noticed, things going. I've noticed business picking up here at the lanes as well. Not so much my leagues, because that's stayed constant since we've been open back in the summer and once everything came back in September. All the leagues have stayed constant. A lot more open bowlers, people coming in, just having beers, having fun, getting back outside and doing, like, you know, human things mm-hmm. again. Like in a fun setting where you can play music really loud and kind of get drunk and make noise. And, you know, things have been good around here as of lately. I've actually been good good lately. Don't tell too many people too loud, but the pins have been falling pretty good for me. Um, That's always a good feeling. It is. Pins falling is good. Yes, it really is. Pins falling is is good. What have you been up to, Um, Pete? How you rolling? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, struggled uh, Struggled on Wednesday night. Um just i'm i don't know if the ball's flat or what's i'm punching a lot and i don't know if it's flat but i'll figure it out but uh, you know uh, last weekend in the uh the state tournament we had here in maine belfast i think i said last night well you know not bad 583 but i gave away a 600 with a 98 string so i i took three months off i'm i'm rusty that's all i could say (laughs) that's all and you should well, that rusty. This is what I've tried. This is what I tried to tell you, Brian, is you took time off and you've lost a hundred pounds in the last year. That's a big Two years. Why, two years. Why are you getting so mad? Because I hold myself to a high standard. Probably I, higher than I should. Okay. So you hold yourself this. to a high standard. That's okay. Right. Does that mean you need to get mad and slam the ball return and kick the ball return and Uh, uh, get that angry don't say you didn't because i have witnessed the last difference there's a difference i felt like i was your father and i had to scold you a couple of times no there's a difference between kicking the ball return and just okay tapping it you didn't okay let me preface that you didn't you didn't chuck norris kick it i wouldn't even say you steven seagal kicked it but that was more than a light tap. I kicked it with the effort that Jim A from South Park would have kicked it with. You also have to take into a account, into uh, consideration the mass of the man, what he would call 
a slight kick would legitimately be a flying thrust kick off the top rope for men like me or you, Tim. I, I do kind of believe. Yes. Like, so, I'm more I'm more hornswoggle. So, you know. Right, right. But I, you know what? I bowl with the owner of the team, the owner of the alley on Thursday nights. He hasn't told me anything yet, so. Well, he hasn't bowled the last several weeks either. That means he can sit behind the bar and watch. Which, you know, he's not doing because he's working. Oh, no, I, you know what? If you can't tell when I'm mad and going to kick something, you're not listening. <laughs> True story. That's, that's a fair True, assessment. True story. <laughs> the next time, the next time we bowl, Brian. Here's okay. what I here's what I I want you to try, okay? Okay, I'm listening. The whole night, okay. I don't want you to verbally assault the air, okay? Okay, that means no loud f bombs where they can hear you down on lane one when you're on lane sixteen, which is downstairs. Then what's the point? Hold on, this I'm is going done. a little too far already. I'm not done. I'm going to ask Brian a quick question, mm-hmm. and he could probably legit answer this. When was the last time you saw me get so mad that they could hear me eight lanes over? 2019, Tom Darby at your home house in Oxford. Oh, House, and you boy, put, that was a good one. It, it, and you put a two-fill <laughs> on a mark in the 10th, and we lost by four, and you screamed loud enough that the people at the McDonald's down the road heard you. Dude, and your mother was there. My mother was there. She just kind of looked at me and I went, I did not apologize either. I was, she she called him Timothy. She did. She was like, Timothy. You got the full name. She was like, Timothy. And I was like, I was like, mother, right now is not the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) And she laughed. I can't say anything. I would have said the same thing to my mom. My Dominic mom, cut the shit. Not now. (laughs) I love you. But not now. So here's so Brian, I want you to go a full night without getting mad. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was no special treat at the end of the day, other than when we're done, I will say congratulations. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. All right. We'll try it. On those terms, I'd just yell out F after the first ball I threw anyway. Even if I got a strike, I'd still turn. I'd look right at you and go, what? What are you going to do? And no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring a giant whiteboard or construction paper and a Sharpie, <laughs> and I'm going to write curse words, and I'm going to hold them up. I, that, I'm whiteboard, sorry. That'd be awesome. Whiteboard. <laughs> that would be great. That would be I, epic. That would, that would be awesome. Oh, hey, you know what we need? We need a telestrator <laughs> for the bowling show. I want a John Madden shots. You know, you got the three pin over here and you're going to come in and go, boom, tough acting, ten acting. And then you're going to go, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that would be pretty cool. Uh, By the way, I do want to, before we get too deep into this, um, I know we thanked uh, Hoagie at the end of the last show on, um, I don't even know. Friday. This is Tuesday, Friday. Thank you. I had. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm old. Um, so I want to thank Hoagie at the beginning of this show um, for the work he's done on his own to, uh, you know, to try to better the show. Um, he's creating a website for us, which is really cool. Um, it's very cool. Thanks, I, especially when I really it honestly only said it like just a flip throwaway comment. 
and he, oh no, the, the the next day he messages me. He's like, "So I hear you want a website." I'm like, "Oh yeah, Tim Jensen did offhand. You know, we talked about it." The next message I get is a link, and I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> well, I I also would like a million dollars. We're gonna see how this pans out this week." Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you get another link. And you know what? For a million dollars, I will pay you for free. Nothing. Gladly too. Look gladly. at the look on his face. He's smiling. Mm-hmm. He'd yes. gladly give you nothing for that. Yes. Absolutely. So no, Thanks, thank Paulie. you, Hoagie. Uh, really appreciate it. That Absolutely. Is super cool. Super yeah, cool. Very awesome. Um, and check out the Discord he did too, if you get a chance. There's a for those of you who don't know, Discord is it's like Reddit, but it's more personalized. You don't get everything. Um and it's it's a cool database. There's chat rooms in there. You can get in there and talk. And he's created a bunch of folders and stuff in there that you can put old tournament scores and stuff in. So should check it out. I do need what? to get into that Discord. Tim, Tim, what what is it, Tim? I'm he sorry. just spotted and he smelled no, it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he doesn't know what Discord is. No, no, I was gonna go. And don't forget, you're gonna be finding us on on <sighs> On Instagram soon, and you could probably find us on OnlyFans. So. Here we go again. <laughs> We're not going to digress into that. Oh, <laughs> everybody! If, if you want to listen to a solid OnlyFans rant, you need to watch the Free for All Friday show, and you need to listen to the last like you need to listen to the whole show, but pay but definitely pay attention to the last, to the last five or ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah, yes, yeah. please do. Oh, please God. do. If you're having a bad day, listen to that. You'll have a good day. Three men are hysterically broken (laughs) over an idea that should never, ever happen. (laughs) However, the thought of it happening completely broke three grown men. So (laughs) listen to that. You're going to laugh your ass off. And uh, and I will say, Scotty, uh, Scotty Astorbrooks, thank you, buddy, for your email. Unfortunately, uh, we did not get that before we started taping um, for the Friday show. So the next Tuesday show, we are going to bring that email up and we are going to discuss what you said in that. We're not going to tease it here. We'll just tease that there was an email. We won't say the contents of that email. little cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave a cliffhanger for you for next bum, week. Bum, okay. bum. Yes. Mr. Wolf. Um, Fire. So, so, we are coming up here the end of March. This is March 30th. Um, Thank Christ, we're coming into April. Uh, Easter Sunday. Timmy hates the cold. I do. I can't stand the cold. Um, Easter Sunday, coming up. Mm -hmm. You've got another, I think, three days to sign up for it, folks. Reach out to Lita Lanes. You can find them on Facebook, or you can call call the Bowling Alley, sign up. 150 bucks gets you in. 20 strings later, you could potentially walk out of there with money. I don't know how much because they haven't said how much, but it's usually. They did also say you can sign up and you can pay day of. I saw that today. Just let them know you're coming so they know how much food to have. Yes. Up to a maximum, I believe, of 108. 102. 102? They said 102. Um, which would be cool. That it's been a while since they've had 102 bowlers for the Easter Classic. So. Has it ever filled? Oh God, yeah. Did it? Yeah. I've never seen it in the years. I've. I think my first Easter Classic I bowled was 
2006, 2007. Yeah, no, it did. I, so it was like, I said never, back in like 93, uh, they had a waiting list. Yeah, they had a waiting list That's in, true, the, in, in, the 80s, yeah. in the 80s, in the 90s, uh, mid 90s, early to mid 90s. And I think it probably started late 90s, early 2000s. It started dwindling a little bit. Uh, like I said, I, I I won't be bowling in it this year. Um, I am going to rehab my shoulder, rehab my back, rehab my knees, feet, elbows. Man, you need like whatever Keith Richards does every year. Like you need that opiates, treatment. Copious amounts of coke. I was about to say that's opiates and cocaine. I I wouldn't rely on that. Keith Richards is like the statistical anomaly. Yeah. Do you he's think like, he's, he's like? Do Neo you think he's actually embalmed? World. Like he at this point, do you think he's technically embalmed himself at this point? <laughs> he, he might be. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I broke Tim. He broke that, me. I just I forgot what I was. Gonna, oh, so we got the Easter Classic, and then again coming up, folks. Uh, you still got plenty of time to sign up. April seventeenth at Stars and Strikes Bowling Center in beautiful and the thriving metropolis of South. Paris, Maine. Uh, you have the second scratch ladder matches that will be ultimate going ultimate ladder. Ultimate ladder. Saturday, April seventeenth at four o'clock. Um, the three of us will be there. Uh, we'll be there. I I do not believe I'm going to bowl. Um, I haven't quite made up my mind, but I'm ninety nine percent sure I'm not going to bowl. Are you um, scared of Dumpy? I am not. It's a, again. It's a right-handed bowling alley, so I definitely not scared of Dumpy Daly, the old dump truck. He can back that. He can back that thing the up. The old dump it. truck. Oh my God! I'm gonna get a text about that later. You let him say dump truck? Are you shipping? I love Daly. I love Daly. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, I wish more young bowlers were like him and got fired I, up and I, listened to the show man, and I, basically I listen to the show. I yeah. more people need to listen to the show. I. I OnlyFans, I'm telling you, they, we got to have an OnlyFans. They'll get a lot of listeners, <sighs> um, a lot of viewers. <laughs> you know, wait, people don't go to OnlyFans to listen to like anything. Tim, do you know what OnlyFans is? I think you keep using this phrase, but I don't think it means what you think it means. So great, meme. I know. I love that meme. I, <laughs> I, I understand what OnlyFans is. Okay, I do. I'm not. Uh, again, I've never been on it because I. Just don't want to pay for shit that I can watch for free if I really wanted to. Why the fuck? Why are we talking about that? This is a bull. You brought the shit you, up. You. You brought only. Well, fans you up. guys are supposed to be the responsible ones out of this. No, no, no. Now we have to completely just keep breaking you with this that's, as much as we possibly can. That's this true. is important. Um, Tim OnlyFans Matero. Yeah, <laughs> at gmail.com. T- t- oh my <laughs> god! Questions and concerns. T- team only fans. Um, <laughs> so we'll email you back a free password, good for thirty days, to his only fans account. <laughs> Sign up now. Oh my god! Oh. Oh, now that now that listener talk. and viewership is zero, what are we going to yeah, talk right. about for bowling? <laughs> Since so, we lost everything. So, so we have a uh, question from Dump uh, Truck Daily. Um, we do have a question oh, from god. him. And I'm sorry, but I feel like I'm about to die again, but I think I'm okay. All right. I think we're good. Um, Nice recovery. Thank you. So he is piggybacking on our last show where we ended the show talking about the worlds. 
Um, okay, apparently Tim's going to die again. Sorry, apparently I'm back to dying again. I don't know where the other cat is. Like, I don't get it. Um, I get, I get a cat hissing, and I'm like, I can't see a second cat. I'm like, what the hell are you hissing at? Well, cats do uh, see ghosts, Tim. I know. Um, Daily oh. question. Yep, thank you. So uh, we had started talking about uh, world's teams and kind of what you look for in a world's team and, and things like that. So I, I know we probably need to finish that conversation because I really don't know as if we gave it. Kitty. Enough time. I feel like I'm going to die. You're fine. To get a, You're fine. Tail right. in the face anyway. Um, uh, so I don't know as if we gave it necessarily enough time. You guys can tell me if we did. If you guys want to continue talking about that, and then we can jump into Josh's. Well, let's uh, jump into his question and see what his question is, and we'll see how it relates to what we talked about. Yeah. Okay. So, Mr. Joshua Daly sent us an email. I'm sorry. I am getting so distracted with this cat. Yes, you are. But I don't know what he's growling at. That's the problem. And he's sitting next to me, and I'm a little bit scared. Well, if it was you, you probably would have got a couple bites by now. Yeah, you're fine. He's new. Well, he's new to the house as of to, uh, as of uh, two. Um, oh my God, what day? Is it? Um, it's Tuesday, Tim. Yes, Tim. It's Tuesday. Jesus, it is. So, so almost he's a week. New as of, he's new. It's almost a week, and he's he, and there's still some. Can you hear that? Animosity from the other cats. I would take it. Anyway. It, it's going to take a while for them to work. I know. It's going to take a while. They're not going to be best friends right off. Nope. Um, so, Josh Daly says, I know it's not around the corner and still more than a few months away, but <coughs> what is your favorite experience at the Worlds? It could be a favorite match, your favorite string, bowling against your idol, or even a story. But what is everyone's favorite memory that they will always hold on to? Um, Maki, I'm gonna, I'll start with you and... We might have a couple of different rotations here because we've all bowled long enough now where we may have a few memories. Mm-hmm. That I, really have, I have so many different – I have the, the, my favorite shot I ever made, the favorite match I was ever what – was you What's your favorite shot you've ever made in the world? We, so, okay, 2010 in Bangor, lane 20. Uh, hit the head pin, first ball, left the five, seven, eight, nine, ten. I basically so threw a ball. the back row plus five. Correct. The triangle yeah. in the middle and the seven ten. Yeah. My daughter Brianna probably could have thrown a better ball at that moment in time. That was a late weak ball. It was a tired mm-hmm. arm ball. No wood on the deck. Hit the five pin for the spin. And I was just going for a nine box. I'm like, make the triangle and then take a corner pin for a nine. I cherried the five as hard as humanly possible. And it nicked the eight and the nine both this way. And they both kicked out the seven and the ten. Instantly. Wow. Just yeah. And it went gone. And I learned a lesson in that moment because I celebrated and used every ounce of energy that I had in my end. We know what the world is, right? The world mm-hmm. is full of instant adrenaline shots. It's not something where you could stay up here all week long. You, you get up here in the beginning of the day and then you get tired and the matches start. And you know, it, towards the end of the day, maybe later in the week, it's harder to get that up. But I literally went from zero to a hundred 
like that. And I celebrate, I jumped in the air about four feet with this tiny little vertical leap. Like I jumped as hot as I could and everything. And I screamed and I yelled and everything. And the next box, I plunked a seven pin in the face for a solid one fill. Cause you were tired. I high five and I did everything I humanly could. And then I realized after I went, Shit, I got to push the button. I got to fill that. Oh, no, my hand is, like, vibrating. I was high-fiving guys <laughs> so hard. And and it, it just, I'm like, all right, I got to calm down. And I couldn't. My whole body was just, like, sitting on, like, a vibrator. Just blah, 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 like, everything. And I threw it. And the ball left my hand. And I went, stay on the lane. Stay on, stay on the lane. I'm at the world. Stay on the lane. I've still, to this day, never thrown a gutter ball at the world. Ever in my life, thrown a gutter ball. And I never will, either. But this was the closest I ever came. I plunked a seven pin in the face for a one fill. I did not give a shit. I still don't care. That was the shot of the damn tournament. I and, it wasn't, never and, it, and it wasn't a zero on a spare in the world. And it was either. not a zero. I ended up getting a 10 box out of that one plunk. So at least I protected the one. <laughs> but that was my favorite shot of my entire life. Nice. My favorite overall world's moment, though, for me personally, is 2013 in Moncton when I won the singles. Uh, yep. That is a feeling I will never replicate that feeling that is the pinnacle that is like birth of your child excitement happiness getting married me getting the bowling alley here having that be my like there's certain milestones in life that you hit that just can't be equaled by anything else and i think the only thing that could surpass that is if i get my name on the big trophy which i don't have that yet i've been to the finals twice but i've never gotten my name on the trophy just yet but overall for my entire life the most instant i think of the worlds i think of 13. Yeah. Brian, what about you? What's uh, what's your favorite? Do you, do you have a favorite shot? Because that's actually um, pretty cool because I got a couple yeah. that I could talk about. I made the uh, four, five, seven, eight with no wood, and I cut the five pin over into the rest of it in Halifax. That oh, was pretty cool. What, pick, what was it again? The the, the, yeah, the picket fence, and I cut the five pin into everything. I didn't play the inside triangle off the wall. Oh, you just got the five pin over. Yeah, I did it against Snazzy, which even made it more fun. Because it's the only time I've ever seen him just stand there and not say a word. That used to be and one I, of my favorite things to do was to make Snaz stop snozzing. Yeah. <laughs> I love the man. I love it. It was man. his Chris, first time man. back. It was that first, um, the first time he came back after a long time with Patty's Pub that year in Halifax. And I was bowling with Main Heat. And. We only had it was Chris Cicchetti's first Worlds. He bowled with us that year, um, and we only had five guys pretty much, and we had some that hurt was guys. Seven. And that was two thousand seven. Remember that? Yes. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Um, and then I think one of my favorite memories in the Worlds. One of them. I, I threw one hundred and fifty my first string in the Worlds ever. The last string really? of month. The last string of Tuesday. I threw one hundred and fifty. So. And it, it bleeds was, into the next the next day but, when but I got to bowl Charlie heads up that, and beat Charlie. That 150, if I'm not mistaken, we were bowling next to you, right? Mm-hmm. You were to the right of us. You were to the we were to the right, and we were giving Kenny shit, Kenny Bickford, who was your he team didn't captain. let me bowl all day. And you come out and throw a 150 at him, mm-hmm. not at him, but just we were bowling uh, back in that day. It was. Wafu, I think we were bowling way back before they were A plus. So it yep. was like um Nate LeBlanc's brother 
and uh, Matt. 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 Yeah. And um, Canadian Jesus. Todd, Todd Harrison. Toddy. I think Hot it was the year, it was the year before they became A plus or yep. yeah. Yeah, I re- I remember that because then that that's going to lead into your actually favorite memory. Um, the shot will my first year in the worlds that was still three the my one of my favorite memories that you're talking about was still three years away. It was the next oh, time we oh, were in oh, Halifax. Okay. okay, all right, we'll get to that one. Beating Charlie the next day heads up was pretty fun, though that my first year. Yep, yep. Um, so I actually have two kind of look let's face it my favorite memory and i could take a whole thing to talk about it was winning the worlds in in 2001 um that was uh uh, by far the coolest experience in the game of bowling i've ever had and it rivals the birth of my son my wedding um i can only i i don't know what the feeling is after it's over you win like is it relief is it joy is it so let me tell you kind of the we we went up with six guys okay and you got to remember three of these guys were 59 or older okay russ neely charlie Milan was 62 i think no 63 i don't know somewhere in that early to mid 60s uh jerry scott was late 50s early 60s Russ was late 50s. You had James Milan. You had me. I was 30. And then you had Sean Morrison at 8, 19. 18 or 19. Okay. Um, Definitely a mix of errors right there. I bowled, Sean and I bowled almost every string. Um, I think I had, I'm going to say maybe a match off in the entire week. Maybe I think I bowled, mm-hmm. I bowled like tw- like thirty strings out of the thirty three, and I think Morrison was thirty one strings out of the thirty something like that. We bowled a lot. Um, I was a one twenty five for the week. Morrison was a one twenty four. We were all right between that one twenty one twenty five. Um, we qualified. I think it was fourth. I think. Um, and had to bowl lucky seven, which was Dick O'Connell, Chip Carson, and whatever. Badney was on that team too, I think. At the I, time. He might have been New Hampshire All Stars. I can't remember. Mm. I just, I just, I really don't remember who the teams were. So Morrison in the first match on Friday in the playoffs went four sixty something, and I was oh, four. And I was four forty something. So Morrison was bowling fourth. I was bowling fifth. So your your fourth and fifth guy just went four sixty and four forty something. Just went nine hundred between two guys. Yeah. Holy shite. Yeah. First match on Saturday was against New Hampshire All Stars. Maybe I don't remember. Um, Morrison went four. 30 and I went 420. And then the semifinals, uh, Morrison was 390 and I was 415, 420. And then in the finals, when we bowled, um, we bowled uh, McLaughlin truck and trailer, 
Um, I went 380-something, and Morrison was 420, somewhere in that range. He averaged he averaged 144 for the playoffs. I was 138 for the playoffs. That's fantastic. That's how you win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, you guys had the injury bug too. You only had five guys for like. So Jerry, Jerry Scott, Jerry Scott on Friday morning looks at Charlie and says, "Don't put me in the lineup. I'm too nervous to bowl." What? Yep. Oh, that was on was Friday. That was Friday morning. So Charlie, Russ, myself, James, and Sean bowled it out from there. Every every box of the playoffs. You know, there's a 60-plus-year-old man bowling 12 strings in the playoffs. You know, there's Russ at 59. Uh, Charlie must have been exhausted. Does Charlie ever get exhausted bowling? He'd never tell you. Because you'd never notice it. He'd throw the ball the same way. Um, So when we won, so... Two boxes to go. We had we had come down from, we were down at one point just about a hundred pins, and we came all the way back. Um, Morrison threw a huge double in the eighth and ninth box, I think it was something like that. Uh, either seventh and eighth or eighth and ninth. I can't I can't remember. He threw a huge double, gave us a lead. Uh, my last two boxes was against Robbie Henderson. Neither one of us on a mark. I'm up 20 pins with two boxes to go. I'm on the right. Um, I've said this story multiple times. Charlie pulls me aside, puts his hands on my shoulders, look, goes just like this, looks me dead in the eye, takes a breath and says, if you blow this lead, I'll cut your fucking nuts off. <laughs> and he turns around and walks away. Because <laughs> everyone has to remember, Charlie hadn't won one. At that point, Charlie had never won one, and Russ had never won one. Well, none of us had, right? Had ever won well, one. Charlie kind of started it, and he never won one. So, literally, if you blow this lead, I'll cut your fucking nuts off. Glad thanks you for didn't the blow the lead, bro. Thanks for That's the your talk, kids. Charlie. <laughs> your so, kids are very glad. Now, two things about bowling in Halifax and occasionally in Bangor that happened with my balls and my hands. If I go to pick up my bowling ball. It becomes ultra sticky in my hands. Like I could literally go like this and the ball would stay right there. I, I don't know do if it. it's I don't know if it's the silicone that they use in my sweaty whatever. So all week long, I struggle every once in a while, I'd lose a ball to the left. Just too much of a grip. It'd go off to the quarter pin. I I know that. I know what to expect. So I'm sitting there. The ball weighs, I don't know, a pound <laughs> sitting in my hand. Adrenaline. My hand's going crazy. I'm like, 20 pins. Holy shit. If and, I you have throw, a, and you have and, a pitching machine standing next to you, right? To just annihilate the head pin because yep. that's what he's going to do. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, if I could throw a strike here, it'll end everything. <laughs> it'll be no doubt. I just got to throw it. If I can throw a strike. Marky, you know it. Brian knows it. When you're trying to throw a strike, you throw the ball. A, here comes a spread eagle. or a Spread eagle or you leave it to the right because you don't want to throw it too hard or you mm-hmm. overthrow it and you go to the left. Okay? It happens. I got 
halfway through my downswing and I said, I probably shouldn't throw this ball. <laughs> That's a little bit late for that though. <laughs> I threw the ball and immediately, grab it. and immediately went, Oh no, loud enough that people could hear. I went, no, it went straight left by the head pin, by the quarter pin, right into the four, seven pocket. Boom, boom, boom. All the way around to the last pin stand. It was a head pin. Boom. Falls over for the strike. In the ninth box. You, you, you threw a strike. I threw a strike. I threw a hammer in the ninth box. I turn around. I got both arms up. I'm jumping off. James catches me. I look over. And there's Charlie with tears coming down. There's Russ sitting down like this with tears coming down. I'm a crier. What the fuck do you think happened with me? <laughs> tears. Instant. Holy shit, we just won the Worlds. I look over. I see Robbie Henderson blow up by a nine-pin drop. Misses it. All done. Yep. I, I don't even know how I finished. I don't even know how I bowled that 10th that box. Because... It's it it is the greatest feeling in in bowling is to know that you guys have won the worlds. Absolute bar none the greatest feeling in candlepin bowling. Maybe I'm um, weird, but everyone talks about it's ten grand to win the worlds. I don't care how much money it is. I want my name on that trophy. Right. The money is in the money too. Don't get me wrong. The money is cool. Yeah. Ten grand's cool. The bowl for ten grand, that's look, it's cool. cool. I, I walked out of it that week with about a little over two grand in my pocket. Morrison won the singles that year, and of course we all won as a team. So he gets half of that, the other half goes into the team money. Mm -hmm. Whatever money we won during the week, team money. So there were six of us, split it all up. I walked out of it, sure. I that was cool. But you know what though? My name is on that trophy. Mm -hmm. It will always be on that trophy. You can't take that shit away from me. Nope. It will always be there. So, coolest thing ever. Um, I would love to have it on there again. I'm not going to lie. I want my name on there again. Mm -hmm. To be able to sit there and say a two-time world champion. Um, unless you count the mixed worlds as being a world championship, which some people do. I do not. Okay. Personally, I do not. I have, I have, I, I was on the winning team in 2008, so I can say that, you know, I've won that. I've won this, you know. Uh, like I would, I would call the mixed worlds like a major. Yes. Yes. I, I would definitely call it. And even though there's an international event, I still, I, I they're one string matches and stuff. So to me, it's not as, as, it's prestigious, yes, but not as. The world as we know it. I still, I do call it, and I will always call it a world championship because it is an international event. It is a team event. It is a mixed world. They do call it the mixed worlds. Like you, I would consider if we had major tournaments, mm -hmm. that would be a major. That'd be like our Masters or our U.S. Open British or yes. whatever you want to call it. I think it. it's kind of a cool all-star game type of thing. We're all bowling for something, but it's 
everybody that comes like Canadians, men, women. You occasionally get the young up and coming junior in there, like your amateurs that you get in the golf tournament. Occasionally, it's kind of a cool little all star game to have in the summer. You know, it's not bowling season. It's kind of halfway between worlds for us. But I, I think it's a great tournament. I love that tournament. Oh, I wish I bowled in it more. And I love um, that it's two boxes at a time. I wish everything was two boxes at a time. I love two boxes at a time. I'm the odd American that would prefer to bowl that way. I like two boxes at a time now. So I, I will, I'm sorry. I, I, I mm-hmm. went deep on that. Well, that's question. a. The, the two shots that I wanted to take, because Mikey brought it up, there's two. Brian, Brian witnessed one of them. And it was actually back-to-back shots in the 2016, 2015 Worlds in Fredericton. It's, it's my favorite Tim Matero story. So one of them. I will finish with that one. The first one was in the Worlds. Um, oh, Mark, this Marky was... was there for that, too. No, I was on that team in 16. No, no, no. You were no, standing no. behind this match when it happened. You were walking oh, Fredericton. I, I was on the Academy Lanes team that year. That was my last yeah, you year on Academy. Did, you guys were we, watching us because we, we were, were duking it out with you. Mm-hmm. We For the fifth spot. split, I believe. We needed you guys to like lose six or something to get in a tiebreaker, but we had the tiebreaker. It was like one of those like mm-hmm. we yeah, might you get had in pinfall. if 37 things happen. Right, right. So in the, in the last string... In the seventh and eighth box, I think I was bowling third or fourth. I, I wasn't bowling anchor then. Uh, up in Fredericton, I had I, I threw the ball and I left the the five uh, the five nine seven with no wood, and I oh, yeah. and I cut cut it over and I made it. Beautiful. Got all excited. Next ball, I leave the five eight ten. With no wood. Ah, just the mirror. <laughs> the mirror. I turned around and I made it again. No shit. Mm-hmm. Brian turns and looks at two things. Two things happened. One, the Academy team, you guys that were watching, yep. said, fuck. All of us. In All of us. At that moment, yes. And left. We were like, no sense watching. That just sealed the match. So that was cool. The second thing, the second part of that was, was Brian. All I can remember, after I got so excited that I, that I made both of those back to back shots like that, was Brian. Brian, just, I don't even know who you were talking to. Do you, Brian? Remember, like who you you were like, that well, just ha- like, that just happened, uh, or did you see that, or something like that. So there was uh, there was another bystander who. I will not name names because it's it's not flattering, and they were rooting against us so that Mark's oh. team could get in. And Tim made both shots. I turn around. I go, that just happened. Did you see that? Did you see that just happened? <laughs> and I will say uh, right now, it was not me, regardless no. of people. No, being it wasn't on other you. Teams, we know who I know. Never root against. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. I just want to. Yeah, clear people that. know who it was. Quick. People know who I know who it was. Um, I don't. The, You'll have to text me later who it was. The, the mm-hmm. second, the second one that I will never forget. Um, <laughs> this was in my second or third world, so this was like ninety three or ninety four. Um, I'm bowling anchor. 
Two boxes to go. I'm on the left. They're on the right. Ninth box, spread eagle for me. I make it. Pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah. Guy on the right, tenth box. I don't remember what he left, um, but it wasn't anything. He was. It wasn't anything good. It was. Could have been the seven ten. Could have been the back. I don't know. It was something not quite unmakeable, but almost unmakeable. And I'm up there. I sound like okay. I need a mark. I need another good fill and a mark, and we'll win the string. And I blow the spread eagle out again. They start celebrating. We just won, guys. We just won. No one makes that shot twice in a row. And not only that, but he's got to put a big fill on it. We just won. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I literally took a step back. Now, this is back when I was a little bit of an ass. And uh, I turned around and looked at him and said, I don't know why you guys are celebrating. We just won. I said, again, I don't know why you're celebrating. I'm just going to make the shot and throw a hammer on it, and we're going to win. I turned around, cut it over, and made it again. Oh, shit. Got all excited. The guy looks at me like, you're shitting me. I need an eight to tie, nine to win. I rip a solid five pin, nine pin drop. We win by win. Nice. I will never nice. forget. I will nice. never, ever forget making the spread eagle twice in a row in the ninth and tenth box in a world's match to win a string. It That's was insane. Is there anything better than having your team rally? Because I just thought of a moment at Academy back in 2018 where I call it the doubles barrage. We're bowling Spitfire, and we need points. We were taking on water. We needed points. And I can't remember. I think Chris Merrill was bowling first, and he threw a double. And then Kaler came up, and he threw a double. And then Timmy goes like nine drop, makes it strike, and it's just like a doubles. And you could see them. They had a 35-pin lead with 10 boxes to go, and it just disappeared. I've had the <laughs> reverse happen to me. Uh, my very first playoff match, very first time I ever made the playoffs, my first Worlds was in 06, and we did not make the playoffs by a whole lot. <laughs> Next year, I changed teams. I went to Johnny Winchell. He was a captain of Total Chaos that uh, – at that time, John and I were good friends. He asked me to go over there, and I did. Um, we did very well. I think we came in, like, third in the division. Uh, we got a match on our side, and we happened to bowl A+. Plus. And um, after two strings, we were up by a solid 80 pins. After 24 boxes completed, we were up by a solid 100, 110. We weren't going nuts, but just slowly mm -hmm. out-mocking them. They get one, we get two. You know, we get one, they get none. We get tens, they get eights. So we're just chipping, like just adding on to it slowly. Like the reverse of just chipping it off a little bit, you know. And I will never forget this until the day I die. We lost this match by about 85 pins. Um, in the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. So those four boxes... On their team, that's 20 boxes for five guys. They threw 16 strikes. Five of them were doubles. All the other ones were eight or nine drops. And we went from puffy chess, wow, we're going to do this, to we're going into the ninth and tenth 
down 30 and they have four <laughs> balls to our oh one. Oh, my God. They just turned on the strike machine. Anybody who was there was on that team with Mike Kustak, uh, John Winchell, Det Klein, Det the man himself, Klein yeah. was on that team. And we witnessed – it taught me something immediately. To your point, Tim, how you say that you make the shots at the end to win the string when the other team is like, it's over, it's over. We thought that game, that match was yeah. over. We thought we had it. We yeah. thought we were going to take out an A not, – not no pun intended, but an A-plus team in the world, in the team of A-plus. We thought we had that match. And we lost the match by a good 60 to 80 pins. I don't exactly remember how many because we're, I think we're still losing. I think somewhere <laughs> in the time machine, they're still adding pins on. Like Jerry Dunn just threw another double. Like, I think. It's called a I, – I call that uh, quicksand. Because you're happy yes. and you're just, uh, yeah, we're all right. We're fine. And then the next thing you know, you're up to your neck and you're going, what happened? We, right. we were – what happened? They just went eight for ten with six strikes. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. All right. Well, let's get it back. Come on, boys. Come on. We're still up. We're still up. And then the next one, they go nine for ten with five strikes, three of those being doubles. Like adding on the doubles from the previous mm-hmm. ball and all that and, and everything else. And the next thing you know – there was an earthquake and we fell into the earth yeah. and our chances at the play. That was my first ever playoff match. And that taught me something at the worlds that literally no team is going to win until you're up by 31 pins with one box to go. Yep. Nobody is going yep. to win until that last button is pressed. So we had go ahead, Brian. I was just going to say real quick. I I've made the playoffs a few times. Let's go through my playoff runs. Hold on. First time I made playoffs, lucky. That didn't end well. Nope. Second time I ever made the playoffs, lucky. Shit. Third time we make the playoffs, lucky. Yay. And then, really? you know, I missed it. Yeah, I missed playoffs a couple times. Then they come back. All right, made the playoffs again. Oh, okay. We got a bowl, New England flooring. Hey, we made it. All right. And the next, the next morning we were like, okay, we got a bowl. The next time. All right, we won that one. Now we're in the semis. Lucky. Fuck. And then the next year, we're like, all right, we didn't draw Lucky. Perfect. We're in their division. They got the buy. We get the house team from Moncton where we had 400 people rooting against us. The only yes. people rooting for us was the nine of us. <laughs> I remember that match. Yeah, the, the playoffs have not been kind that. to Brian all but one year. <laughs> we... um. <laughs> We had a match against McLaughlin in Halifax 2005-ish, 3, 5, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. Uh, we went almost 2,100, and they went, like, just over 2,000, I think. We were, like, 2,090, and they were, like, 2,030, somewhere in that range, and we took all eight. Could you imagine throwing 2,000 as a team and losing all eight. No. But they no. got the last laugh because they won the, they actually won the Worlds that year. Like, that goes to show you that what happens in that regular portion in the round robin does not dictate what's going to happen in the playoffs. As Steve Elvano said, survive in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one year in Halifax with Bowl and I was on um, what became the Academy Lanes team, what used to be the old BobCaleri.com team, Crazy Train. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the year we made a run at the finals. We made it to the finals. The semifinal match in Halifax, on the left side, it was Crazy Train versus Total Chaos. 
That was the year I was sick. On the right side, the match that was happening to determine who goes to the finals was A-plus accounting versus uh, McLaughlin Truck. Yeah. There were 600 people crammed into the tiny... And this match took place all the way on the right side of Fair Lanes. Yep. If people don't remember, Fair Lanes was what? 36 or 38 lanes is a large mm -hmm. house. They used to have five pin and 10 pin and stuff. So this match was happening all the way on the right. There's five, 600 people down there watching the, the Canada versus Canada match. I think we had six people <laughs> watching. So that was the year that I got, I got the swine flu. Oh, you during got the swine? The, rooming with me. Rooming with Brian. I was bowling on with Winchell. I was bowling on... Uh, total chaos. I bowled Tuesday. I bowled half a Wednesday. Wednesday night, I got so sick that I couldn't go Thursday. I went to the I went to the clinic on Thursday. They were like, "You've got the swine flu." I couldn't leave the hotel for Thursday and Friday and Saturday morning. We just looked, and I'm like, "I, I can't bowl." Uh, Brian, let's. I doubled up on the emodium, and I said, "Let's go home." And so. That would have been, I, and I drove the whole way home from Halifax because it was me, Dad, and Tim. Dad doesn't drive, and Tim was too sick to drive. Yeah, you missed a snooze fest of a match too. We had nobody watching us. It was so hard to get up mm -hmm. for that match and get pumped and juice. Don't get me wrong; there was still excitement. There was still stuff there. Of course, but it felt like a Tuesday third match after. Yeah. Not even Tuesday, for Christ's sake. It was like Wednesday, the middle match of Wednesday. Wednesday where, morning. Not even Wednesday morning, because there's still a little excitement. Yeah, it's true. You know, Wednesday afternoon match after your the third string of the second game eight. on Wednesday. Yeah, right. There was just there wasn't any pep. All the pep was on the other side. Somebody got a ten box, and it sounded like somebody caught the game winning pass in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> we're over here throw. If somebody throws a double strike, like your team's like, yeah, that's good. And then the the Canadians were looking down our way, going. Fuck are they making so much noise for? Like, yeah. Even the fans were like, these guys are gonna beat whoever comes out of you guys anyway. So who Because it wasn't like East wasn't there and Heat wasn't there and Lucky wasn't there and you know all those big teams weren't in it at the moment. And you know we were a threat as was Chaos a threat. They didn't take us lightly, but we ended up beating Chaos and it was, um, I believe it was a plus beat Truck. And we, that's right, we bowled A-plus in the final, and we beat them in the first string. It was, like, close, but, like, five, yeah. ten pins. And then uh, it's another match that I think, if you got in a time machine, I think they're still adding pins on to the loss that we took in the final. It's we amazing. literally felt like Red Sox players at bat in Yankee Stadium yeah. with the 50,000 raucous fans of New York cheering against you. Yeah. It, it was literally the devil's playground for us. So we can uh, we could keep going and 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 talking another episode of the worlds, um, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up, folks. We we've kind of gone over. We were gonna try to limit this to around forty five minutes, but per usual, when the three of us get going, um, it's an especially hour. about worlds, like it's, it's hard. It, it is. It's hard. And uh, but we we are gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, again, I implore you, ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook and the on twitter is true on ripping the rack podcast 
you can also soon find us on Instagram. I thought you were going to go with OnlyFans right there. I was about to get scared. Nope. You will not (laughs) find us on OnlyFans. Don't search for us. You can search for Maki if you want. You may find him. I do not have an OnlyFans. I don't. Bowling Alley's doing good for right now. I don't have to supplement the income. Okay. We're doing okay. All right. We're doing good. So, uh, Brian, where else? Where else can they see our? As always, Tim, they can listen to, listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Anchor, Breaker, YouTube, and wherever else you consume your podcast media. Again, the if you're out and about, folks, stuff is opening up. If you're in the Amesbury area, go support Marky at Riverwalk. Go throw some strings. Tell, tell, love tell, to have you. Tell him Brian sent you. Yeah, okay. Brian, Athern, Fuller, Feist, whoever. There's lots of Brian's in the bowling world. Yes, great just man. say Brian. All of just them. Just say groups. Brian. Absolutely. You tell me Tim sent you, and I'm going to show you where the back door is of the place so you can just leave very quickly. Because that's where the OnlyFans are. That's so, right. Uh, that's where his OnlyFans account is. It's down the way. There's a walkway. There's a door yeah. over there. The entrance to his old. There's a password on the door. You could find it. <laughs> yeah. It's Tim, Tim's OnlyFan oh, dungeon. God. Awesome. This OnlyFans thing is fucking killing me. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. Oh my God, guys! Thank you. Uh, Great show, boys. Again, Great show. Uh, you 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 can hear us all Tuesday mornings and Friday mornings. Friday mornings are any basically anything goes on Friday, um, except for some things which apparently are illegal in thirty two states. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm we do represent two different states down here, so maybe there's some shit that you could say I can't. Maybe I can say it. You That's can't. true. Who knows? They'll have we'll, to listen to find out. We do know OnlyFans is legal in both, so beware Matero's on the prowl. Yeah, it, no, I'm not doing OnlyFans. Yeah, well, let's just say that right now. now. That's what he says now. It's coming, folks. I got this look, feeling. The job, look, the job's going okay. Angie's work is going okay. We're doing good. We can pay our bills. No OnlyFans needed yet. Well, I so. never said anything. You were going to be like having nudes up there, but I thought you were going to put pictures and your trophies and people can like pay to look at your shit. I, I could put the kitties on there. People want, to pay to look, people want to pay to look at the kitties. They would. They yeah. absolutely would. Yeah, they, they, cats, love, by the way. they love to look at, at kitties on there. Yes. There's so many <laughs> okay. young we kitties <laughs> in Tim's house. There's going to be so many angry guys typing in the word. <laughs> and getting so we are mad when they pull up Tim. skirting around being thrown off of YouTube. So everybody, yeah. thank you for watching. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Have, a, have a great day. <laughs>